got away from our game plan. Um, you know, got away from uh, what was working in the first period, and they're a good team and uh, with a lot of skill, and uh, obviously know how to win. And um, you know, we just uh, you know let them have it, uh, let them back in the game, and then uh, I took a penalty, and he took a penalty before we know it. Uh, um, you know, we're down five three. It's tough beating teams on uh, uh, back-to-back nights, you know, uh, as we've seen in uh, you know previous years from the COVID years and stuff. Teams come out hungry, and uh, you know when you have a league like that, you gotta you just gotta play um, smarter. And um, you know when they do turn the tide on you, you just gotta be able to lock it down and get momentum back. And we weren't able to do that tonight. And like I said, I I took a penalty and and uh, and hazy before I know it, good power play and and you know down five three. We're going in spurts. We have big wins, and then we just can't seem to follow it up right now. So, um, you know, there's no sense, uh, you know, looking back at the past eight games. And, um, you know, f- got a split with the Knights. Obviously, we should add four points. And, and now you look forward to the weekend uh, against two teams that are obviously below us in the standings. But, you know, as we know, you don't take anyone lightly into the league. And, and, and we're going to find a way to grab four points this weekend. Well, that's a somewhat frustrated Blues captain, Braden Shin as the St. Louis Blues lost a two-goal lead and eventually fell to the Vegas Golden Knights by a score of 6-3 to three last night at Enterprise Center. Hi, everybody. I'm Chris Kerber, and thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction. It's your next day post-game podcast featuring everything you need to know about the Blues game from the night before, including highlights, reaction, opinion, and more. And let's get right at it. The Blues came out with a strong first period. They would surrender the 3-1 lead in the second period, giving up three goals in a span of two minutes and 36 seconds, eventually giving up a fourth goal in the second period and falling behind 5-3 by the time the third period started. Vegas would add an empty net goal to make it 6-3, and the Blues would split the home-and-home series with the defending Stanley Cup champions all in all. Not a bad result if you can get past the fact that you gave up the two-goal lead last night. Let's get you straight to the highlights. Claw sends it down low, and they score! It's White Cloud that came down and in. Bennington slid off the post, and White Cloud beat him over the glove. The Knights have taken a 1-0 lead with 11.57 to go in the first period. Trangelo. Through Hutton to Barbashev on the near side. Lost it to Thomas, bringing it in. Neighbors with Butchnevich. Neighbors to the goal. He scores! Jake Neighbors with his 10th of the year. Ties the game for the Blues. 10.40 to go. Period number one. That'll be Howden, and he wins the draw. Slides it over to the far wing. It's dumped in, and Bennington out of the net. Behind the net to Falk, now to Shin. Moves it ahead. Krug leads the rush up over the line. Drops it to Cairo, gets it back to Krug in front, they score! Kevin Hayes on a great feed out of the corner by Krug. With Cairo in on the assist as well. 2-1, to one, St. Louis, 9.27 to go, period number one. Cairo into the middle, what a play! Stick handles, score! Get the highlight ready. Athletic Kirk. goal. 2.49 to play here in the first. Michael in front. Shot towards the goal. Letty stayed on it. Rode it there with Stone. The puck coming free to Eichel. He goes to turn and shoot and score. That one's going to frustrate Bennington and his Blues defense. The Knights have made it a one goal game with 10.18 to go in the second period. 3 2 the score. 
Blues on the penalty kill to the goal line. Carlson walks it in front. They score. Marcia So's tied at 3-3. And the power play comes through for the Knights. They quickly erase a two-goal deficit with 8.09 to go in the second period. They've got the pressure all in the blue zone. Good poke by Saad. Got it up to the blue line, not out. It's a 3-3 game here in St. Louis. Long shot towards the goal. 4-3 Vegas. Told you it was coming, Mike. And the Knights have taken a one-goal lead with three goals unanswered here and 7.42 to go in the second period. They get it over the line from Wada. Hutton to the far side it goes. Barbashev. Looking back to Ben Hutton at the blue line. Returns it to Barbashev into the slot. Stevenson there, wide open. Tapping to Amadio, and it's 5-3. And a meltdown of a second period for the Blues. Vegas up by two. Into the corner off a Blues faceoff win. The puck grabbed by the Knights, and there's going to be salt in the wounds as Carlson shoots it into an empty net. Six to three. Golden Knights roar back here tonight. Slap the Blues around in the second half of this game, unfortunately. Puck gets dropped. Blues pull it back into their own end. And a two-goal lead and a potential winning streak comes to a halt here as the Knights come back to beat the Blues by a score of 6-3. to three. Right after the game, Steve Ott gave us his immediate reaction. Puck management at the blue lines. You can't be turning over bad pucks and, uh, you know, resulting in penalties after you're trying to get them back. And obviously, uh, we shot ourselves in the foot a couple of uh, too many goals there in that, that second period. Just wasn't good enough. And um, we found ourselves on the wrong side of the game now chasing it. And then the stress on the penalty kill as the game went on? Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, the, the kill's been great, and it's it's been trying to get better every single game. And, and tonight, uh, it was just a lack of just some internal mistakes that uh, that obviously you know kind of cost us. But that's what happens when uh, when you when you kind of start turning those pucks and you take some costly penalties. Well, Jordan Cairo will be one of the takeaways from the game. You'll hear about that in just a little bit. But let's go into the locker room. Jordan Benning talked about needing maturity in the team just kind of mental breakdowns i think uh you know some not so strong plays in our own end and then some penalties and um it's tough because we had uh you know obviously a two-goal lead and that's something that uh you want to be able to hold the lead and, and play the right way and um it just costed us the third period we we're only down two goals right so it's frustrating i think it's uh i think we can be a little more mature and i think we can um you know stay together and find a way no matter what what's going on around us this is a frustrating uh, loss for us, uh, um, I think at least. And um, yeah, obviously they're a good team, and and we were hanging right in there with them. And you know it was a two goal game till the end, but um, we got better for sure. It's on us um, just to find a way. Obviously the schedule's been a little tough lately, but um, it's going to come around. So just got to fight through this and not make excuses and just find a way because uh, it's our job. After the game, Nick Letty focused on controlling what the team can control. I think we just got away from our game as a whole. The PK, uh, we can do better. Um, being a little quicker on that, um, the backdoor play. Just little things that uh, I think we did a really good job at uh, through that stretch there. Uh, it's just details, and we'll get back to that uh, in a couple days. We, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit. That's when PK needs to step up, and, and um, I think we did a pretty good job overall. It's a couple we uh, didn't get the job done. We see um, 
how good we are when, when things work and uh, when we play the right way. And we are consistent and, and uh, play detailed hockey. We need to control what we can control. I don't think uh, looking at the standings helps at all. I think we got to focus on what's in here and going back to the consistency part. Get back to that and, you know, I think we all know how good we play when, when we do play consistent and like that. Well, that's the reaction from the players. Now let's get the reaction from the head coach of your St. Louis Blues, Craig Berube, as once again, straight accountability to how the Blues act, what the Blues do, and Craig Berube focused on what his team needs. You know, we took a couple penalties, got them back in the game. That's That was the difference for me. What conclusion did you come to, the goalie interference, whether to challenge or not? It was too gray. Didn't feel it was a, a call that would go our way. It's tough at times. That was a tough one. He, he He's going through there with, like, making a making an attempt on a play, you know. So I thought about it, but I didn't, we didn't think it was uh, cleaning too gray at the point where we were at. I didn't think it was worth the call. thought that uh, obviously we took too many penalties in a game. I think that was the biggest, one of the biggest problems. <clears throat> you know, we just, it was hard. A lot of killing. Burnt out a lot of guys tonight. I think in the second period, I thought that uh, there was a couple plays where, you know, we got away from our game and we ended up taking a penalty because of it. We talked about just putting things deep and going to work. And I thought we did that in the first period. Second period, we didn't get there enough and we didn't, we didn't, you know, do it enough, you know, and I think that some of those Penalties, you know, like if you look at them, tripping, hooking, slashing. I'm not going to sit here and complain about the referee, and we took too many penalties. Got to split with them. Disappointing tonight, for sure, at home. Um, but, you know, we got to go back on the road here. we got back-to-back games, so we've got to focus on that. Well, that's the reaction from the locker room. Let's get the reaction from the booth. Mike McKenna filled in yesterday for Joe Vitale on the broadcast. And here's his breakdown from last night. Combine it with what the Blues did in Vegas on Monday, and you know if you're that if you're in that locker room, they're looking around and going, "This is our best. We can play with anybody. We can beat anybody." And then that second half, it flips, and it's that is the worst you'll see, you know. And, and that dichotomy is what's got to get evened out to find the consistency. But when you take the best parts of that game for the Blues, there was some excellent hockey there that they can take and look back and learn from when they're trying to look forward to the next ones. Now, the second half is a totally different scenario. Eichel scores at 942, and it comes after the Blues had a power play chance. And and the power play, getting one shot on goal basically per power play, is just not going to get it done. There, There has to some way, this is a very good, skilled group of players that has to find a way to get more shots to the net something they're 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 passing they're looking for that tapping if there's a shot coming it's not getting on net or the rebound isn't there but the power play had chances uh, to to be a difference maker in the game you make it 4-1 this game might be over definitely and instead it's moments after that Eichel scores pulls Vegas in you get the Shen penalty at that point for tripping tie game and and things just really started to roll from there yeah and it wasn't really the it was the Shen penalty that seemed to be the big difference maker. You know, it's it's after you've had a bit of good juice and then, oh, the big letdown, and now all of a sudden it's a tie game. It changes the whole complexion of it. And you're right about the power play. You know, it's there's been chances, but it's just it's not enough. It's not enough shots at the net, and they're going to continue to work on that and find solutions because we've talked about this before. If they can get the power play, and they've had stretches here in recent games where they've gotten a bit from it, that's where the Blues are going to go up. Five on five, they can make that happen. The other thing, and Steve Ott mentioned it to us, we talked to him right after the game, 
finding ways to grab some of that momentum back mm -hmm. uh, far too many times. And this is now back-to-back -back home games where the Blues have had at least a two-goal lead. They had the three-goal lead against Buffalo. They surrendered them both. That, be that, that, that becomes a little bit of a mental toughness. Keep it going. The Blues have had a little bit of the DNA this season and last where when they jump out to a big enough lead, uh, they, they they start to kind of play more of that loose, mm -hmm. skill-type game without really working, and that leads to those turnovers that we were talking to the assistant coach about. Yeah, I got one word, grind. The Blues have to learn as a team how to grind again through a full 60 minutes, and it's not always going to be pretty. You're not always going to have that 3-1 to one lead. You know, and that's what was so encouraging about Monday's game against Vegas was a two-to-one overtime grinded-out win where they had to manage the puck well. And what you know what the Blues did do well tonight? They didn't allow many odd man rushes. They did manage the puck better in certain areas of the ice. So there's growth there, but they got a grind, and that's still developing. And that's part of uh, the process there. Uh, there was a play in the game. That's an interesting one, and that is when Carrier carried the puck in on net and ended up plowing into Jordan Bennington. Mm -hmm. Shades of Barbashev, Monday night too, and there was no response. Curve. Right. There was no response from the team. Everybody just looked at Carrier, and I'm Carrier went in hot, okay, and Carrier didn't make a big move to go away from Bennington, okay, and this is a player that you've been in the league long enough, you know, he drives the net hard. Somebody respond. Somebody at least knocked the guy over. There wasn't that response. And that physicality was lacking the rest of the game, too. So that, that, that play happened with 3-10 gone in the second period. And that's when you started to see almost the momentum bit changed, mm -hmm. didn't you? Yeah, I agree with you. And I had that, you know, had that thought during it is that Vegas started to really impose their game on the Blues versus the Blues, especially in the first period. They pushed the pace of play. Their speed through the neutral zone put it up against any team in the league in the first period. They were fast, and they forechecked hard. But as soon as there was a little pushback, that's where the resiliency comes in that, you know, still think that the Blues are, are learning where to find that and how to dig down and bring that out of them. Well, they're continuing the stretch of hockey now where they're trading wins and losses, wins and losses. Haven't been able to build much yet. This was the fourth opportunity for them to get the four games over 500, a spot that they did not find all of last year. And once again, they dropped a two. They'll head out on the road now for the next two to try and get that back up and see if they can get there over the next couple of games. But the the, the Central Division and the way the Central Division has been playing of late has been absolutely phenomenal and has really kept it tight on the St. Louis Blues. All right, what do you have for your Bud Light three stars of the game and Joey Vitale's work boots? Bud Light three stars, Jack Eichel, goal and assist. He's your first star of the game. Jordan Cairo, though, with a goal and assist for St. Louis. He was electric tonight. Uh, and then third star, I've got Ivan Barbashev, former Blue, had two assists. Work boots for me have to go to Colton Pareko. Five blocks on the night, over seven minutes on the penalty kill, and he was plus two in a 5-3 game. Colton Pareko, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. All right, Mike, thank you very much. Well, Tim Woodburn, a veteran broadcaster of 12 seasons of play-by-play -play for hockey, also 30 years covering major and minor league sports. 
he weighs in on the seesaw back and forth that the St. Louis Blues have had over the last eight games. Hey, Chris, I think I'd have to rank this as the most frustrating game of the season to watch. They had a nice first period, but even then, all three goals scored off the rush. The Blues just don't get any offensive zone cycle goals, and they didn't get any more power play goals tonight. The good news is they're not last in the league in power play anymore. The bad news is they're still second to last. But they lost on the power play score sheet tonight. They lost on the shot score sheet tonight, giving up almost 50 total shots. Can't fault Jordan Bennington for a whole lot. And to get an un sportsmanlike conduct penalty from the bench. I mean, you pretty much have to accuse somebody of robbery or threaten them with first-degree assault to get that because there's a lot of cussing that goes on the benches uh, at referees throughout the game. And, you know, when you lose three consecutive penalty calls in a row, actually six in a row, but three to start the first nine and a half minutes of the third period, what do you expect to do? I mean, they can only do so much. They got to get this power play figured out because all they're doing is scoring even-strength goals off the rush and that just ain't going to cut it. Feast or famine with this team, Chris. Feast one night, famine the next. Feast 2-1 in Vegas, famine 6-3 at home loss. Maybe that could be a marketing slogan. Feast or famine. For curbside reaction after the Blues lost to Vegas at Enterprise Center, this is Tim Woodburn. All right, Tim, thank you. Time now for my key takeaways from the game, and let's start with Jordan Cairo. He scored a dazzling, spectacular goal. He had an assist prior to scoring that goal. And you saw when Jordan Cairo is skating and when he can push that puck around, exactly how dynamic he could be. Such a beautiful goal that he scored to give the Blues the extended lead before Vegas came back to tie the game up. There was also another play from Jordan that jumps out of the page at you. He was cutting through the middle of the ice. There was a loose puck. He won the battle for the loose puck. He poked it forward. He got to the puck that he poked on his own. The Blues kept it in the zone and turned it into a scoring chance. Once again, last night, you saw the impact that Jordan Kyrou can have when he's skating. Look, he had eight shots on goal in the previous two games before last night. Added another few shots on goal last night. The reality of it is, is he's getting his chances. Now, he got a goal in the game. That was his fifth of the year. Let's hope that they start going in in bunches for Jordan Kyrou. My second takeaway of the game, well, in the last few games, you've got to look at how the Blues have defended in front of their net. Yeah, they are not giving up as many grade-A scoring chances as maybe they did last year. But it still seems fairly easy for other players to get to the front of the net. We've seen Jordan Bennington run into a couple of different times. And there really hasn't been a response when that's happened. But you've seen on the penalty kill, a spin move out of the corner, a guy able to get to the front of the net, put a shot on or back into the back door, whatever it may be. And however the Blues work their system, as the games move on, as you get to the middle of the year, as you get to the playoff pushes, defending that middle of the ice and making it tougher for players to get to or want to get to the front of the net is going to be a key development for the St. Louis Blues continuing to defend in their own end. And my final takeaway of the game, it's more of a reaction, honestly, to the post-game reaction. You're hearing all the right things that you want to hear out of the St. Louis Blues. First off, after losses, it's not just the captain, Braden Shen, talking. You're hearing from other players. Tonight, it was Letty and Bennington. You've heard from Pareko. You've heard from Falk and Tori Krug. Other guys are standing up to take the heat sometimes after losses. You are seeing the growing accountability of this hockey team. Not one player reacted after the game, blaming refereeing for light calls in the third period. They simply said, we've got to take fewer penalties. Nobody's blaming the number of penalties on the penalty killing. They're saying we've just got to be better when we penalty kill. 
Nobody's blaming anything on the power play other than saying the team's got to be better on the power play. You heard Jordan Bennington talk about maturity. You heard both Braden Shen and you heard Nick Letty talking about the us factor and what the team has to do in controlling what you can control. There is real accountability surrounding this team and is those leaders showing that accountability that will pull some of the others into the battle. And that is a big takeaway from tonight. You're gonna win some, you're gonna lose some. You can't forget the fact that you just split the games with the defending Stanley Cup champions. You've also shown the fact that if you play the game your way like they did in the first half of the game, you can beat just about anybody in the league. That's what they've shown in recent wins over Tampa and Colorado and Vegas. But you've got to put it together for 60 minutes. And to do that, as the players have said, it's holding each other accountable and making sure the effort is there, shift in, shift out throughout the entire game. At least they're saying the right things. And we'll see if that can be put together and eventually build a winning streak for this hockey team. Well, thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction, your next day postgame podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues. We put it up the morning after each and every Blues game. Don't forget, you get all the radio highlights, reaction, opinions, and more after each and every Blues game. We'll have the next one up for you after the Blues play the Columbus Blue Jackets in Columbus on Friday night. I'm Chris Kerber. That's Curbside Reaction. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of your week. Talk to you Friday, and we'll see you at the rink.